Hi, I'm Ashley Appap. And I'm Hayley Tanto. Welcome to Call an Adult, a Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. Each week we'll dive headfirst into the absolutely bonkers world of PLL as we recap episodes from season one of the iconic series. Where everyone is hot. And no one calls an adult. Let's Let's go, go, bitches. bitches. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Call an Adult, a Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. My name's Ashley. My name's Haley, And we are here to talk to you all about the season one, mid-season finale, episode 10. And we have a very special guest and we're f- yes. freaking excited. It's called Keep Your Friends Close, which is what we've done by getting <laughs> this person on the pod with us. Her name is Millie Holton. Hello. <laughs> she's an award-winning screenwriter. Hello. And she's also an amazing comedian, improviser and friend. Um, she's part of the comedy group Big Big Big, who have a podcast called The Candyman. Uh, it's available on all podcast platforms, so get your ears around that. Hello, Millie. Woo! Oh, hello, guys. Thank you so much for having oh, me. We are thrilled. Thank you for being here, and we're sorry that you're here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, it was a roller coaster from start to finish, and I'm so excited <laughs> to talk about it. So, Millie, as far as we're aware, this is the only episode of PLL that you've ever watched. Is it? Yes. Yes, it was the. Yeah, the mid-season finale, yeah, and it was the only one that I've ever seen. Um, I thought I would understand something from the <laughs> recap that they gave at the start, but that only made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> only made it worse. Uh, yeah, I messaged Taylor being like, I do not understand a thing. Uh, but, but I think by the end I got a, just through context clues, I understood a lot. The mark of uh, an excellent screenwriter. You can pick up on things even when the script is uh, a garbage Yeah, that fire. was my three years of training that just came in. My bachelor's. I was like, oh, okay. I said to Ash before we recorded, this is the first episode I've watched like twice in the last 24 hours to really hmm. like one just to watch it, the other to take notes. And I still have questions. Mm. Like I've still missed out on some stuff that I'm like, I don't know what's mm. happening here. It's definitely, mm. I, I said this to Haley before, it's definitely the most answer-packed episode. So in all the mm. episodes leading up to this, there's all these questions that you're gathering about what's going on and you get a bunch of answers in this episode, which obviously lead to more questions. But it's so funny to put ourselves in your shoes, Millie, where you're just like, what, uh, what is this? Where? Yeah, I was going to say, it's interesting that you said there were answers <laughs> uh, because all that I found uh, were riddles and mysteries. <laughs> I also can only think of like one answer. We'll get that to those. Ian in the video, like <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll get to those things. There's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. Just quickly, Millie, did you mm. this PLL came out? I think in like kind of two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. Um. Mm-hmm. Were your friends watching it at school, or do you have any kind of relationship to PLL, even if it's just knowing it? Uh no, not at all. I I think wow. I'd heard of it. Uh, but it was definitely not on my radar. It wasn't on my friend's radar. Um, what age did you guys watch it? For me, I started watching it in the summer of 2010. So like 2009, 2010 summer before my year 12. Yeah. And I think I started watching it and it was already like three seasons in. So it would have been 2011. So I'd have been year 11. Something I'm interested in is not to be rude, Do but it. Were, you, were you watching it? Um, as a shit watch or sincerely? Sincerely. Okay. But okay. I think that's really nice to know. Yeah. Absolutely. What about you, Ash? I, I was watching it angry. Like when you watch something, the way that I'm not shit on it, watching the Gossip Girl reboot now, mm. 
it's mm. I'm going into it knowing this is bad, but also being like, I also love this and mm. I want to know what's going to happen. So a little bit of everything, but, you know, you get very invested. Because I watched a lot of like good stuff as a teen as well. And I was like a weird snob as well. Like Not I like was like, girls. I watched Donnie Darko and Arrested Development, honey. Like mm. I know good comedy and I know good thrillers. Like I was very like elite, like pretentious in that way. But I was also like, I love Glee. I love 90210. I love Gossip Girl. I love Pretty Little Lies. Like there's like two sides to my tastes. One is very pretentious. And especially at that time, like trying not to be like other girls uh, when I was like a teenager in the 2000s. And the other part of me is like, I want to be like other girls so bad and I just want to watch cute things. And I think this show really got me in that way that I was like, oh, I want someone to die and then I'm like embroiled in this murder and like look glamorous. Which if that was real life, that would be horrifying. Horrifying. It'd be so scary. May I ask then if, well, watching it sincerely, uh, who who were you crushing on in this series? Mr. Fitz. <laughs> Ezra. Yeah. Yes, okay. And I, I, Ash, like... I was crushing on someone who hasn't yet appeared, Caleb. Oh, yeah, and okay. Caleb. Like, and Caleb is good. Yeah, crushing on I him for, like the, for the spirit of his soul. <laughs> well, I'll never meet that man. You'll never meet... <laughs> I believe you. Um, no, no but, I don't think I'm going to keep watching. And so that's really. kind of what I mean of like the earnestness of me watching it at like, you know, over a decade ago is um, that I really loved the Ezra Aria storyline that now just mm. I hate it. It's my least favorite thing about the show. I think I was now that I've we've had this discussion, I'm thinking more about it. I think I was in it mostly for the mystery. Like when I think about oh, how much I love mm. an escape room, love a puzzle. That's what I think of when I think of watching the show in the time that it came out. Like I've mm. said before in previous episodes, I had a friend who had like a spreadsheet with every clue A had ever given and all wow. the reasons why it couldn't be this person or could be, and we would have like weekly phone calls being like, all right, so what's the update? Like what's going on? So that was very much Mm. it for me. I'm so jealous. So very much like when Game of Thrones was coming out, that was kind of the one that all of my peers were talking about in year 12. You'd come in on Monday, you'd try and discuss what was going on. But it was this mystery, um, how do I say this? Compelling. Was it a, was it well done? This, okay. Parts. Um, we will just say the ending. We're not going to say what happens, but the ending is absolutely the most, the li- the least satisfying ending of any show ever. Mm. But up until that point, yes. Millie, did you end up, we were talking last night. Did you end up looking up the ending? No, I wanted, I wanted oh. you guys to tell me. So if, <laughs> if you're allowed to in the podcast. Yeah, I think we can just say like, yeah. one, I do Who's assume a? most people yeah, yeah. who would listen have seen it all but we will just say like spoilers for the next i don't know three minutes skip ahead three minutes i think ash has to explain this one because all i can comment on is troyan uh troyan's desire to do a cockney accent the actress that plays spencer so off the top of my head and i can't remember anything about my own life but i i remember most of this show (laughs) up until the end of this first season mona is a and Mona is uh, basically okay. getting back at all those girls because they were close with Allison, and Allison bullied her very badly. And mm. Mona is a secret genius, and <laughs> then is committed to Radley Sanitarium, which is the staple, uh, like 
asylum mental hospital in uh, Rosewood. Then okay. someone starts visiting her in the asylum and takes over as a. It's apparently, I think, C.C. Drake, who you don't know, who is mm. Allison's half estranged half sister, who we find out later is a transgender woman who was her brother Charles. And <laughs> her mother isn't actually her mother. Her auntie is her mother. They didn't know that her auntie existed. And then Cece is murdered. The whole time Cece was actually working with someone named Alex, who is Spencer's twin separated at birth, who is Cockney for some reason. Mm. Turns out she, meaning Alex and Spencer, have the same mother as Allison, which is Allison's auntie, not mother. They are half siblings. And there's a whole season where A traps them in a dollhouse and tortures them. Okay. And that's a truly iconic time. It is. Ash, that was incredible. There's more. There's like Ezra was A at one point. Toby was A at one point. But they were working with A to help the girls. But they didn't know. There's, There's a lot. There's a lot of like okay. conspiracy, I would okay. say. So it, it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, as the season, as they ke- keep getting renewed, they have to keep changing who yeah, A is. Yeah, of course. But may, may I ask, who was A at the end of season one? Mona? Yes. So, okay, that's pretty satisfying. It is, it is. And the yeah. books, because yeah. there's four books and the, they span the first season. So they obviously thought that far ahead and then were like, now what? Mm. Um, but there's this whole thing where... Spencer's sister Melissa, who you yes. see in the show, yes. has a fiance at the very beginning named Ren, and he's British. And the whole thing is that they're saying that Alex, the one that eventually is A, was working with him. It would have been very satisfying and made the whole show make sense if he was A the whole time instead. But they they didn't okay. do that. They didn't do no. it. So wait, did you say before that? Four books are in season one. I believe so, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Because there's a lot (laughs) going on. There is so much plot in one episode. There is so much. That was like one of my main notes is that that scenes will sometimes go for four sentences and then they'll chop them and go to the next one. It's crazy. My notes are so chaotic and our notes get mixed up a lot because, oh, they just cut to and from scenes willy-nilly and they last for four seconds. By the end, I was in- invested. Okay. Like when Hannah got hit by the car, not to jump ahead, mm-hmm. but I did go, <gasps> and my notes say, Hannah, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hannah is shocked. our favorite. Like yeah. we love Hannah. She is the moral center of the show. Once I realized that Allison and Hannah were separate people, it helped. Because <laughs> they're like yeah. the two blondes on the show and then everyone else has like very nourished brunette hair. Yeah, thick um, hair. But if you're blonde, it has to be like, past the shoulder length and like curled a little bit Middle and that's hair. the thing though is that hannah is meant to be like a mini me of allison or like allison reinvented that's kind of her oh. storyline is that she was okay. um we'll talk about it with the lipo stuff oh, God. the allegations but <laughs> that was rough season one is all like <laughs> hannah's so whole rough. thing is that she used to be like chubbier oh but she didn't even really. though in the flashbacks they literally she doesn't they just like, dress her in any. big t-shirts they truly just put her in a big t-shirt and sit her down somewhere and everyone's like, whoa, I don't recognize you now. I'm like, I think she lost like five kilos. 
Mill, what? So you didn't watch PLL. What did you watch as a teen? You've said Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch any kind of teen shows or are you watching any teen kind of soapy shows or anything? Yeah, absolutely. I watched The O.C., Woo. Yep. Um, that was a huge part of it. Um, one Tree Hill, season one of that. Uh, we oh, watched that one as a Tree family. Hill fan. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember any of it other than it started a conversation in my house about what date rape is. <laughs> Important. Uh, <laughs> That's great. That's so good. I think it was more a case of watching it at eleven or twelve, mm. seeing somebody's drink be spiked, and having a lot of questions, and mum taking the time to be like, "Well, honey, <laughs> this is what's going on." And that's my main takeaway from One Tree hill um but other than that i was a yeah it was nice (laughs) learning moment Uh, oh yeah not terrifying did you watch one tree hill ash (laughs) i watched it when it was on same thing it was like i watched at least the first season and i can't remember anything about it but other than that i was a big uh youtube watcher um but did you guys partake at all in your teen years the first youtube video i remember watching which doesn't mean it is the first it's just like the one that's like this is the culture was Jizz in My Pants by The Lonely Island in <laughs> yes. 2008. I don't know if I think before then I might have been on like Funny Junk and like I, okay. that's kind of my earliest memory of YouTube is The Lonely Island and stuff. I would sink hours into YouTube, hours and hours. And at the time it was a very different YouTube landscape mm. than what we're familiar with now. Um, my main investment was in like British boy YouTube. And that, was, that, that was... makes so much sense. That makes so <laughs> much sense because you have a London boy of your own now. Absolutely. But uh, essentially it was UK British boy YouTube. Um, any, <laughs> any listeners who are familiar will know exactly who I'm talking about. I'm talking that Charlie is so cool like. Does that ring any bells? No. I'm talking um, Jack Howard... Alex Day, he's since been cancelled. Honestly, don't look it up. It's feral. Like, I actually, I did actually it. like that Charlie guy's videos and I did have a crush on him. I do remember yeah. that. Oh, he was my dream boy. He was my absolute dream boy. Just a quiet nerd who likes science. And I remember like at the time, I think he's maybe 30 now and I'm 26. But I remember like doing the maths in my head when I was like 14, 15, trying to figure out if he would date me <laughs> as an 18 year old. <laughs> <laughs> be like, well technically like it's not okay but i'm sure like maybe if i moved over there when i'm 18 and like mm. trying to figure out how i could make this happen that's amazing that's better than aria just being like you know what i'm underage and let's make it happen yeah mm. as someone that kept watching soaps where like adults and teens would get it on that was not something i was uh that held me back in my fantasies yeah ash yeah. what did you watch on youtube <laughs> i watched a lot of i remember watching a lot of john lajoie uh, yes yeah his silly songs on youtube and same lonely island i would say weirdly in reverse i have gotten really into youtube in the last like four years uh, and and oh, now but it's that a thing that is more in my um like every day i watch at least like half an hour to an hour of youtube stuff shall we shall we get into the notes what i reckon thinking Let's let's go, girls. Let's get into the notes. So we're just going to read the episode description of this episode from Wikipedia. And Millie, in case you didn't know, it seems like a 12-year-old is writing the description of all of these things based on the structure of the sentences, and it's very funny. So this is Great. episode 10, Keep Your Friends Close, directed by Ron Lego Marcino and written by I, Marlene King, the benevolent creator of this series. Mm. Um Okay, when new evidence leads the FBI to believe that Toby killed Allison, he tries to tell Emily his side of the story, yet she rats him out. Oof. 
Spencer tries to mend fences with her sister Melissa. What a weird way to say makeup. Just mm. as her ex-boyfriend Ian returns. Emily's dad comes back from his deployment and her mother was sent a picture of Emily and Maya kissing. That's a sentence for you. Arya begins to develop feelings for Noel, which complicates her relationship with Ezra even more until Ezra admits his feelings for her and they kiss with Hannah watching as she keeps post to find out who A is. Ashley's financial problems are bringing her to the brink. Meanwhile, the girls go glamping for Mona's birthday in hopes of closing in on A. But when A's identity is revealed to Hannah, A runs over her with a car before she gets a, te- a, before she gets a chance to tell the others. A doesn't run over Hannah, to the 12-year-old writing that. A doesn't run over Hannah. It kind of like, she goes over the windshield, which has happened she to my friend. She bounces off the yeah, she yeah. definitely does. <laughs> like, we'll talk about the ending, but Hannah's yeah. fine. All right. Well, um, we open on Hannah fat shaming herself. Yeah. Just straight up uh, really asking the girls if she should or should not eat something or if she looks. I can't even remember. I think she's, oh, isn't it, this is when she's like, oh, is this side of my face fat? Yes. And I'm like, Hannah, honey, you should go and love yourself. Mona's terrible. This is the thing I want to retract is that like, I think a few episodes ago, I was like, Mona's here and Mona's kind of fun and cunty. And I'm like, I forgot that Mona's horrible and she's terrible and there's nothing good about it. Yeah. And I, I just want to retract. I, th- I don't know if I was trying to be edgy. I'm just like, Mona's horrible. Yeah, she's pretty... I don't know if it comes up in this episode, but she's, like, really transphobic and homophobic in other Mm. episodes as well. She sucks. She says shim briefly in this episode, but I don't... It's, like, one second, so I feel like... Like, you wouldn't have been like, well, you would have been like, shim. Who is shim? Do you have any questions up top, by the way? Feel free to ask questions throughout anything. (laughs) I had a lot of questions while I was watching. Uh, The main kind of thought that I had in the first kind of minute was I expected this show to look nicer. Uh, being as as like well known as it is, mm. as popular as it as it is, it looked cheap. Mm. It's really highly yeah. edited. Like that's something I've really noticed on this rewatch journey is how like the flashbacks are the most bananas Oof. colors. And oh, that's, it's really yeah. saturated. That's I sepia think like tone-ish. It's, yeah. So even when you compare it to. The OC, yeah. One Tree Hill, like they had a bit of class to them, but this is just like, what what network was this on? ABC. ABC Family, which became Freeform. And it was filmed on the Warner Brothers lot. Like they definitely had access to good shit, you know? That was my first takeaway. Yeah. The it's beginning. the kind of the same people that do the OC did a lot on this show. It's not create like it's just in like the teen soap landscape at the time. But I am also rewatching the OC at the same time as this and like the OC feels more like also that it's trying to appeal to an older audience, whereas this kind of knows that it's like, it's for teenage girls yeah. who like bright colours and saucy flashbacks. Yeah, the flashbacks felt very uh, Veronica Mars. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, like with, in terms of how everything was blown out and blurry, I was like, oh, here we are. That's a very good comparison. Uh, Didn't you that's a great comparison. Notice that. That's, that's why we get the best of the best done, baby. <laughs> They're talking about Camp Mona. Um, Camp Mona. Which is Mona's birthday weekend, I guess, which is crazy. Which is very last minute invite. Yeah. For like a weekend away and like a big booking. A lot of deposits down for all those services. And she's like, hey, it's three days away. Come. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to make a controversial statement. Go. Make it. And feel free to push back because I just thought of it, it then. 
People who make weeks, months of their birthdays. Yes. I don't trust them. Yeah. Yes. I don't trust them. Go yeah. off, queen. And, um, I think Mona's a part of that. Good intuition. I think that's correct. There is a there is a narcissism around it. Yeah. Um, and it's a big white woman thing to do. It is. Absolutely. I do think like it. Nicole Byer says there is nothing more powerful than a white woman with a birthday, and I <laughs> completely stand by that. If you watch the early, like most of the seasons of Vanderpump Rules, Stacy, one of the main characters that got fired for kind of committing a hate crime, she. <gasps> Every season, there is an episode about her birthday, and it's the most dramatic part of the season. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I think you're 100% correct, Millie. Yeah. Congratulations on having a good take. Congrats. Um, well, I thought it was risky. I didn't know if one of, one of you guys made a... My birthday's in December, so I don't have... I don't celebrate because I'm like, there's enough Christmas parties going on. I don't want to burden people. Yeah. <laughs> That's my attitude. Mine's in January and so it's right after Christmas. So it feels mm. like that. But also like half of my family are all within like one week of each other. Literally half my family are all in the same week in January and then the other half is the same week in June. What's that? Conspiracy hey. theory. Huh? Hmm. Wake, Wake up. up. Wake up, sheeple. Come on, sheeple. Wake up. <laughs> um, we get our first text from a of the episode right yes. after mona has handed out her invitations as and it says camp mona is a scavenger hunt and i'm the prize come find me bitches a great that was my first laugh <laughs> yay <laughs> i was gonna say what did you think of these texts <sighs> huge laugh from me um it's the bitches it's the bitches it is it's the, the bitches. bitches for me because we're aware of like thrillers we know gossip girl mm. i didn't watch gossip girl but there's like still somebody messaging being ominous we know like you for example yeah. is, like a thriller but they it's the bitches that is so like oh oh okay and my first thought was was that it 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 put Haley in a lot of context for me <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> Yeah, it's like your sense of humor. It is. <laughs> like that's I found the link. Um, I felt like a detective. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is so Haley. Come find me, bitches. <laughs> Expand on that. <laughs> it's just, yeah, you, you you'll add bitches to stuff. <laughs> it's just you'll add like I'm here, sluts. Yeah, you do. <laughs> that's that just is the way true, Haley yeah. speaks. And it's always comedic and for a laugh. Yeah, you yeah, do it ironic. in an ironic way, but it, this is so funny because no, I'm being one hundred percent earnest when I, <laughs> when I call Millie. Haley genuinely thinks that we are bitches. Yeah, um, um, usually so. it's self-referential. I'll say that. But. It is, no, it is. It is absolutely mostly. And it's aimed always at. ironic, but yeah, that moment I was like. A, like a full that's so raven like oh my god I'm like everything's coming to lie I understand and it was just a huge laugh and a shock uh, to have uh, bitches at the end that's of that. so, so true though it. that is yeah it's a very campy show um, oh yeah and I think that's why I, I loved it so much and yeah I, I've never thought of that million now I'm like I think this show did shape a big part of me <laughs> absolutely it speaks to my friends in a derogatory manner does a end every text with bitches pretty much oh, no, it's, it, it it's something along episode. something along the lines of like bitches or like something sassy where it's just like they're they're telling us they're giving information or they're revealing a secret and then saying bitches or okay. they're trying to make a reference to like a film or a book that is just misses the mark and it's very funny every time um also <laughs> i'm not we're not sure if you knew this or not but 
whoever A is, is basically in the eyes of the girls pretending that they are Alison and Alison is alive. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, I, that was the implication. Yes. I feel. Okay, good. Yeah. Because every time something happens that only Alison could know about, A magically kind of texts at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but also these women have so, these girls have so many conversations just like, in public that I'm like, no, or, I don't think Alison is the only one that knows your secrets, girls. Yeah. Yes, anyone wandering by. Oh. Literally. Kind of picked up on it. We, yeah. have, we have a running thing where we just say, close your damn blinds. Because close your damn blinds. They always oh, have There's it. a lot of, um, yeah, waiting around corners. A lot of people listening from behind mm-hmm. a doorway. Yes, or Arya just yeah. reading a poem and crying in, in the, front oh, of the school on like a God. pillar. It will get there. Um, yeah, we'll get there. So the intro happens. The intro. What did you think of the intro? Have you seen it before? Uh, the the theme song mm. yeah um it was stunning i love it's the music. iconic it's actually yeah it was really good it was really and a better shot than like the series itself mm. I yes know. absolutely um, really nice yeah, Do you love yeah the i think sh- the intro was like it's shining it's like the crown jewel of the show it is yeah, and then there's special say. ones on halloween that has like bugs <gasps> falling all over the screen and stuff and then finally in like i think season 6b like the second half of or like there was in the later seasons, they finally mixed them up so that all the girls get to have a go at doing the shush rather than just instead of Arya oh, the whole fine. fucking time. And there's a big theory that a lot of people had when it was airing that Arya was A because she's the one that does the shh. And yeah, then it starts with A. Oh, okay. So the intro ends and Ashley, our hot, the hottest adult mm. on the show, my queen Ashley Marin, is still having money problems. And um, I've just written a great observation here, I think. Uh, we never see Ashley Marin drinking her coffee out of anything but a thermos. And we stand a keep cup queen. She's environmentally friendly. She's a keep friendly. cup queen. She's doing yeah. her bit. She's busy too. She's a busy woman that cares about climate change. <laughs> is she ever an alcoholic? That's a great <laughs> question. So the reason I, I ask is like, isn't the trope like you're drinking from a thermos, you're like mixing <gasps> something in your coffee? Wow, no. that's actually a good that it's a great no, question. I thought that's that like feels, a season two. She's very similar to Kiki, like um, oh. Kirsten from the OC, in that she's like hardworking, lovely mum. Yeah. Like, so I under like so I kind of get you being like. But oh, I she love that both Haley and does. I hesitated when you said, "Is she an alcoholic?" Because there, <laughs> there's one scene in like season six where all of the mums of the girls get trapped in a basement and they're all down there getting wine and they're just like, "We're here. To, we're the mums of these girls. They've been through a stressful time." Let's all have wine together. And then they get stuck in the basement. And then it cuts. That's the end of the season. And then the next season, they the mums are back to them. They never address how the mums got out of the basement. Oh, and okay. In my mind, that is linked to them being alcoholics. Yeah. But they're not. So They use their mum strength to be like, we need, wi- <laughs> we need glasses for the wine. And they just clawed their way out of the basement probably. That's what we um, But yeah, I think we paused as well because it's like, she's prob- I don't think it was a storyline that I can remember, but like she probably is a quiet alcoholic, but it's not addressed. Yeah. It's probably her secret to being so hot. Yeah, absolutely. I really love yeah. when Hannah Mona comes in and she's being awful and mm. she's like, whatever. And I like that... Um, when Ashley goes away and Mona's like, all right, so we're skipping whatever the rest of school. And Hannah's like, no, my mom said I can't. And I'm like, thank you for sticking by your mummy. Good girl. Yeah. I don't know. And she gives her her last hundo (gasps) in her wallet. I related to this so much when it's like, oh yeah, let me like do something. Then you're like, oh fuck, I don't have like 
I only have like this weird amount of money or like I, I just relate to that predicament of being like I have to follow through on something I shouldn't follow through on yeah and she was like here I have a hundred dollars <laughs> to spend on Mona Vanderwall I'm like Ugh. also she has no cards in her wallet nothing else but the hundred dollars yeah that's that worries me so, um also huh. when Mona is talking to Hannah she has a moment of transphobia again um and she says to Hannah that if she doesn't go with her to skip school to have lunch for her birthday, which fucking hell, you're already having a whole weekend, Mona. Um, she gives her an ultimatum and says she's going to, quote, go rogue. Mm. Which, what does that mean? Um, and don't give friends ultimatums. No. Do you guys know what go rogue means? Well, I mean, wink, wink, probably. I was thinking about that too when she says go rogue. I'm like, like what? Like, shoot up the school? Like, what is going rogue? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I don't know. I think it is yeah, just, I oh, I, was missing something there. I guess going rogue is that she kind of spreads the rumor about Hannah's lipo. Mm, yeah. Oh, well, she does. There are consequences. There, yeah. She goes rogue. Even though I she feel like spreading rumors is not rogue for Mona, but she goes rogue. Um, Seems this? part of the course. Um, I've written, Melissa is so annoying and she's being nice. And Ian's back. Blah, was what I wrote. So Melissa's back. Um, usually, yes. Millie, Melissa is just a cunt uh, and mm. we hate her. <laughs> okay. And Melissa is Spencer's sister. Yeah. Spencer's older sister. Okay. I was going through the whole show until I had to put together my chart of characters to <laughs> reference by name, thinking that Melissa was Spencer's mother. So that was quite the discovery. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought she was quite nice in this episode. She so is nice in this episode. She was, it was yeah. which is a shock. Um, um, I will say my note here, I guess when we get to the Ian stuff, is this whole show is an exploration of men who want to have sex with teenage girls. Absolutely. Um, which we've said a thousand oh. times, but it just, again, is reaffirmed when it's like, here's a new character. Also, yeah, he also went for Spencer. And I'm like, Christ. Yeah. Yeah, that was gross. Is this... I was going to say, is this where we uh, we get the flashback as well? Yes. This flashback <sighs> made me ill. I think it like, it, I, Spencer is wearing the tiniest skirt I've ever seen, which is not, I'm not like, I just mean like, I felt like I was watching porn. Yeah. yeah. Well, is it, is that her hockey uniform? Apparently. And I'm like, that's okay. not like. She's in control of herself and stuff like that, but like this, this skirt is no. Yeah, they they are sexualizing a child by they are sexualizing a the child. The wardrobe department like, is sexualizing a child, yeah. so we blame the wardrobe like after department. a certain age. Please, honey, wear whatever you want, but like just in this context, I was like, this is not correct. But at the same time, young girl in her own backyard. Oh, absolutely, should, yeah. You know, she should. But be if that's able a hockey uniform, this. that's on the like that school is oof. Woof woof to that school. Yeah. yeah, so we see, basically, for anyone who's not aware, we see a flashback of Ian, who was Melissa's fiance at the time, or boyfriend. <gasps> we see him come up behind Spencer as she's, like, practicing with her hockey stick, which I wrote down as he's teaching her to play golf. I wasn't. <laughs> That's, I actually am now remembering this is a hockey scene and not a golf scene yeah. in my head. It's a golf scene. I wrote down golf, but no, it's, thank you, Millie, for correcting us on that. Um, mm. And then he starts kissing her neck. <gasps> yeah. That was feral. Yeah. And, and not that pedophilia is ever okay. <laughs> 
it's never okay. That's a really cool take. <laughs> Full stop. But with Ezra, <laughs> in the context of a teen mm. show, yada, 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 it's awful, but Ian's such an odd-looking man. At least to me. Is that a hot take? No, I was going to say, um, I think the introduction of Ian is kind of good because even as a teen, I didn't. he does look like a man. Mm. He looks like a man. Whereas like yeah. Ian Harding is Ezra. He's he, like the guy that plays Ezra Fitz is gorgeous and I had a big crush on him. Um, but I think Ian is good because Ian is kind of treated like a creep yeah. as good. such. And I think that good. was him one of the show's like small ways of being like, I don't know I think and also the way yeah. that Arya and Ezra meet it's before she they're at school and they know each other in that con- they like meet in the world and she pretends to be older and it's it's still fucked it's still not okay it's also but like this is he that is your your girlfriend's younger sister and who would have been like well, 14 because yeah. she's in this at episode she's like I'm 16 so I assume like this is when she was fourteen oh, or fifteen. Course. Yeah, Allison's been dead yeah. for over a year. Um, and I feel really bad for Spencer because like both of her in her own home, where she should be able to wear whatever she like, she should be able to just like be herself and wear whatever she wants. Um, both her, both her sister's boyfriends have like kissed her. Yeah. Oh no, poor Spencer. You know what I mean? And like. Yeah, and like watching it as a kid, I was like, "Oh my god, Spencer, knock it off!" And now watching it as an adult, I'm like, "What the hell are they doing? Like, get away from her!" And then when Ali's like, "That would make you a skank," I was like, "Ali, shut up!" All right, that was my second laugh. Uh, Not (laughs) yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Not the like the phrase that would make you a skank itself, but when they come back to the present and the thought, (laughs) the the words that would make you a skank, skank. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) echoing in Spencer's mind. It tickled it me. It was very yeah. funny. The, hearing the word skank, it's been such a long time since I've heard it, and it just made me laugh at the sheer memory that it exists, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just it's so, keep it like, <laughs> it's very 2005 to 2010. Yeah. That word. That was its, like, biggest. Like, because it's on Mean Girls heaps as well. I remember, mm. like, being 11 maybe when I first heard the word skank. Um, mm. And it's just, in retrospect, very funny. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. funny word. Skank. <laughs> Skank. Yeah, Ali is just um, horrid. Ali's really horrible. Yeah. yeah. She's the worst. I mean, almost as bad as Mona. Yeah. Mona, yeah, I think yeah. In different Mona's ways. like actively horrible, whereas Ali gives me the impression of like she peaked really early and she's rich and she's beautiful and thinks she has, she does have a lot of power but doesn't understand. Like, Mona is a sociopath and Allison is a narcissist. Like Ali would be someone that give her 10 years and she'd look back and like cringe and be like, I didn't realize how kind of like privileged or something I was. Whereas Mona's like, I was a nice nerd and now I'm a sociopath. Feel bad for me. I am the victim. Yeah. It's very interesting to think about this show in the context of Riverdale, Mm -hmm. uh, the reboot, uh, in that they're very similar plots, aren't they? In the first season. Yes. Like, yep. Murder. I guess that's a teen. It's yeah, the Twin yeah, Peaks. And it's like a Twin Peaks yeah. kind of inspiration. Of and there's references to Twin Peaks in this. And there's references cool. to Twin Peaks in Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Except the Riverdale is shot very beautifully. Yeah, oh. that's what I was thinking. Like, compared to this, oof. Mm. I'd Riverdale say it's season the strongest one. thing, the strongest element of the show is the way it looks. Yeah. Riverdale season one is like one of my favorite seasons of TV. And I stick with Riverdale 
to this current day because of how good season one was and also just to I guess I'm a completionist or whatever like yeah same with this show like I kind of kept falling off PLL when it was airing and then I kept being like no I have to finish PLL and that's what he said um but it is (laughs) I think what I loved about Riverdale because I was the same of like oh this reminds me of PLL and Twin Peaks but what I loved about Riverdale is that they're like we're not killing the prom queen we're because we're done with like all this violence to get like that Mm. glamorous narrative of like girl with a sordid past gets murdered they killed the prom king instead and i thought that was very cool this must be it's not like the ezra noel aria scene we get later i think it might just be oh no it is it is it's actually he sees in the hallway fitz sees noel and ezra noel and aria kiss so here's what Arya says She's about Noel. She's like, he's actually oh. really smart and he's funny and he loves old movies, which brings me oh. to my point that loving old movies is a really big personality trait that writers over 40 gave every character in teen soaps. In this show. Yeah. They're like, always Arya's watching black and white old movies. movies. And we also noted in the last episode we recorded that almost all of the male side characters have actual interests and hobbies and all the girls have none. They do not. That's true. Mm. That's a good spot. Mm. Yeah, that, that, um, what's her name? Fucking Arya. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. No, that's exactly how you should refer to her. Exactly. (laughs) There's so many women. (laughs) Uh, uh, that sentence that she says to Ezra. Well, he's actually really smart. And like that, that gave me a little chuckle as well. Yes, me very too. Very defensive. And it was the first indication to me, uh-oh, there's a history here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fact that they're having this conversation, I just wrote down, why are you having this conversation openly in the middle of the hallway about your relationship, you fucking amateurs? That's what I mean. Like they're constantly- There are kids buzzing around them. They're always just like touching hands or having a, oh my God, like Ezra deserves to get caught and go to jail. Mm. Like, cancel him. I've said that a few times, but they're so obvious. It's, and I'm glad they're obvious and yet no one catches them. (gasps) (gasps) Um, Next, I've written that Hannah texts Mona saying, hey, I'm still at school. Like, I'm not going to be able to make it to um, ditch out on school because I am a responsible human being. And Mona responds with, screw you. Yeah. Uh, so clearly some big abandonment issues on uh, Mona there. That's absolutely something some went awry there. And the reason, and the reason they're skipping, uh, well, she can't skip with Mona is because an FBI agent Ooh. has called in all the girls. I actually love this FBI agent, and I have two things on this. One, she's also the therapist or the doctor in the OC after Marissa's overdose in the rescue. Oh, I was watching lovely. it because I just rewatched that episode, and I was like, I swear this is the woman like this is the actor and it is mm-hmm. um i think her name's april grace Go off. um to the name agent cooper as an fbi agent is a twin peaks reference i think because mm-hmm. that's agent dale cooper from twin peaks Woo. and i think this show loves twin peaks <laughs> yeah definitely they yeah i love notes. this fbi agent as well me too she stole the scene i'll say she it did. absolutely she she really shat all over detective wilden who was a character <gasps> <laughs> who up until this point uh Ugh. was a horrible police officer who we hate and we acab him um he's a cunt uh yeah. next we see and then we see the evidence that the fbi officers, FBI officers is this the first time we agents? see the video 
the, we see the kind full of. video, the I know you want to kiss me video. <laughs> so basically, Millie, up until this point, there's been like little versions of this that the girls have seen and they'd be like, oh my God, that's Ali at the kissing rock. Oh, oh, the kids! <laughs> yes, it's crazy. Um, so basically, from that video, the FBI identify that um, that was taken most likely the day that Ali died because she's wearing the same clothes that she was buried in, um, and they say the classic PLL line: "Alison loved to keep." Alison loved secrets. She loved keeping secrets. Like they just, they can't stop saying the word secrets and lies. And then the FBI agent has a weird thing. And she, I can't, I, I was going to write it down and then I did not write it down. Cause I'm like, I've written down too many secrets quotes and I can't write oh, down. I remember it was something like, but secrets are made to be found. Yeah. And it was like just that. like, it's, and that's very, I said last week that keeping secrets is like a hobby or a virtue in this town. Like the amount of times people talk about secrets and not gossip i'm like we just say gossip they say like secrets as if it's like it's i don't know it's it's weird well isn't secrets in the in the theme tune it's called the secret by the piece yeah Yeah, which is such a good song Um, it's a great song next we meet mrs potter no relation uh she has lots of money (laughs) and is giving her is going into the bank to have her yearly safety deposit box meeting with Ashley Marin, who works at a bank, iconically. Um, and clearly, Ashley's considering, uh, forgive the pun, securing the bag Ooh. and stealing her bag of money. And it's, I did like Mrs. Potter. Yeah, me too. It felt bad for her. I was like, oh, you're going to get robbed. Yeah. This is yeah. Helen Slayton Hughes from Parks and Rec. She plays Ethel Beaver. Yes. And she's also from Burning Love. She was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She's like a classic comedy older actor, and she's so funny in this she is um especially when she i guess we'll get to it later but when she steals all the butterscotch that was when i was like ashley go secure your bag yeah i was like rooting for ashley to rob her not because this woman deserved to be robbed but because this woman had a lot of money and i was like ashley is struggling i don't think mrs potter is gonna miss the money no Well, she does say unprompted, my sister died. <laughs> I've got, if when I die, this will go to no one. Yeah, and it was like, oh man, no one asked Mrs. Potter. Like, very elderly moment. It was, like a, it. yeah. It was probably the only like shoved in bit of exposition that actually made sense based on the character. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the only in the episodes, but like, Ash, it's not the only shoved in bit of exposition. Everything else is, everything else is I also love that like, this scene could have just been, um, like, I love that they brought this actor in and had this character, which is so fun. When, like, the scene could have really just been, like, Ashley being like, I work at a bank, I have a key to a safe, I can just rob the bank. Mm. But I liked, yeah, I thought this was really, really and fun. And the, the the point of, like, oh, here she is every year, like, clockwork. Mm. The thing of, like, oh, well, she's got a year to put the money back. She was truly... Oh, that's... Mm. Didn't clock that. That's very oh, good. Oh, true. I was going to say, she's... This character is more developed than our core four. absolutely i know she's punctual i know she loves butterscotch i know her sister died i know she goes into the bank every day like clockwork no children no children children. she clearly got that much money by not spending any of it and just taking free things yeah she's frugal she's frugal thrifty queen and i love her um i will say this is nothing to do with any of the notes but a really emily light episode and i'm really happy about that Mm, it was (laughs) Emily sucks, Millie. Oh no! I, I like see. Emily. This is. I also like. I, 
I love Shay Mitchell. I love, I love the Mitchell. actor. And I, I kind of, and I also like Emily's like Emily's arc. We love Emily and Emily's Maya. arc is good, but she yeah. is a bad. I guess her no, actually in this episode her dad comes. She is home. a bad. Character. Yeah, no, we do this. Okay, I take. I, I take. She has a good of, episode. She has a good episode, but it's but it's light. When it's heavy, even if it's a good episode, you do leave being like, oh god. Oh my. What's her and crime? What's she doing? She's and it's been a bit Emily heavy in the last few eps. Sh- and also Shay Mitchell is still working on her acting chops at this time. And also yeah. her Canadian okay. accent always slips through and it's so cute. She's like, they're going to find out. I'm pro the Canadian <laughs> accent. I'm actually pro the Canadian <laughs> accent. But like she cries it. in a previous episode and she, all she does, I don't know how to explain this face to the audience. But she's like, <laughs> she doesn't actually cry. She's just going. She's like no, kind of nodding and squinting. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. Um, that's This is a shock to me. I would have thought she'd be a fan favorite just for the I think she's a fan favorite because yeah. of like, she has a queer story line. So she was like, I think her and Hannah were my favorite. The voice of a generation. She's the voice of a generation. Um, um, my next thing is about A telling Arya to read a bad poem. <laughs> about which her. Which is called... <laughs> called b26 which is something i didn't pick up when i was like a fan of the show i didn't even pick up on the b so this is a reference to the name of the song that's playing on a jukebox at the hollis bar and grill when they first these aria and ezra met in the pilot um so b26 is like a huge recurring thing that i did not know on my first viewing yeah pll um and it's interesting that noel intercepts the A message on the book. Like, he's like, oh, mm. this is here for you or whatever. And and, she, and he's like, what is it? So it's turned to page 22. And the way that Arya opens the book, reads that it's B26, starts to read it, and then just snaps the book shut and storms off is the most sus thing of all time. It's yeah. so sus. Yeah, I'm so, like, um, you go. Oh, I was going to ask if her, I forgot the name of him. I didn't have him on my chart. The jock boyfriend. Does he ever, I'm sure he clocks eventually. Uh, Mr. Fitz and Arya's mm. relationship. Yes. Uh, in this episode, like, like, there's a scene in, like, whatever, like, soon, where Ezra is so out of line talking to Noel. Mm. Um, but Noel becomes a more nefarious character. Because here I'm, like, without knowing what kind of happens in the future, I'm so team Noel in mm. the current context yeah. of the show. Um, but I think Noel, I can't remember why, he becomes very nefarious yes, and entangled. Um, Spoiler. But that's everyone in the show. Like, okay. everyone is nefarious, and to, I would say. And to answer your question, you find out the, in the very beginning of the next episode, I'm pretty sure that Noel is the person riding I See You on the back of oh, the car. So, yes, okay. he does yes. notice. So okay. And I feel like, yes, and this is where we're about to get, like, the nefarious turn. Um. My next note is another completely normal and healthy looking girl asks Hannah for the name of her liposuction doctor. Oh, boo. <laughs> that sucks. What is with this school oh. and plastic surgery? Millie, there's oh. been a few references to nose jobs, boob jobs, now lipo, and these all like 15 year olds are like, it's so normal to them to be like, I heard they got like a boob job. I'm like, boob jobs are so ex. Like, mm. no, you all don't have these surgeries. Is this pre or post Gossip Girl? This is during, it, Same it time. aired after. So Gossip Girl aired in 2007 and this aired in like 2009-10. So it's, I was watching them concurrently as a teen. And what, and sorry for the questions. I love the questions. (laughs) 
Where 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 is this high school meant to be? Where, where is this town meant to We're be? We're in, in Rosewood, which is fictional. Fictional town in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. So they should. This isn't the big city. This no. isn't LA. This isn't New York. But I. There's be- a lot of plastic surgery. It's very wealthy. Like I'm okay. realizing, like wealth is becoming like a. I think bigger, it's meant it's to be similar to like the heart, like Hartford, Connecticut, and Gilmore Girls, yeah, uh, kind of preppy in autumnal. But I think yeah. I had the same thing. Yeah, it's constantly autumn mm. <laughs> or fall. <laughs> like it feels very. It's very. It's a night. Like it's a nice winter show. Um, but I think I remember when I watched it as a being like pencil fucking vania like yeah, i what the hell? i didn't know like now i'm like i'm sure that's a very nice state they City. were just so like glammed up and well i guess wealthy people can live anywhere but it wealthy felt people, it yeah. felt like a, a glamour that would be reserved for a, a different state mm. yeah yeah it also just is that i think with gossip girl and 90210 and the oc i think it is like how can we have that same like upscale glamour <laughs> but it's also in, like, Rosewood, Pennsylvania. Like, I think it was just, yeah. like, you have to put teenage girls in heels at school. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. was, like, the rule at the time. Um, yes. And, and then, basically, this is a scene where we find out that A texted Mona and told her about the liposuction, Ugh, and then Mona right. went rogue and told everyone else and is basically a savage... Meanie peeny. She's yeah, so Yeah, my mean. note is Mona sucks. And also, Mona sucks. who are Naomi and Riley? Naomi and Riley, they just come out of nowhere and she keeps referring to them and then they never speak. And she's like, well, Naomi and Riley, Naomi and Riley. And we, we don't hear, hear them speak at all. Oh, is that who she got the matching pajamas for? Yeah. I think mm. so. That's very like Blair Waldorf, I thought, um, from Gossip Girl. Mm. Like in the early seasons, Gossip Girl always had like minions, even in the reboot. They have. Oh God. Um, Julian has uh, kind of like social media minions marketers. that are more thought out characters, but I still one of them. They're both kind of completely underdeveloped to me. Yeah. They're like her brand manager. They're like her social media managers. Anyway, but it's a very Blair Waldorf thing to have like minions, like Mona does. Yes. Love minions. Love min. <laughs> love love the minions <laughs> franchise movie. Yeah. Um. They love then my next note is about Arya sitting on a big pillar right outside the school entrance, just crying. Yeah, I wrote. We've being all like, been Don't there. Don't look at me, and I'm like, well, we've all been there. We've Absolutely. all been there. So, is the implication then that uh, Ezra has written a poem about? Um, oh my god, Arya. Uh, Arya, so sorry. Oh my god, <laughs> what? No. Arya. And um, gone and gone and it published in this time. Between them seeing each other and not. I see. Yeah, good. I that's so. yeah. Quick. Oh my god! Can He's I a read out? Author in that time. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> can I read out the poem? I've never read it before. Oh please! please. Can I read it out? <clears throat> oh my god! Is this really it? Oh my god! B twenty six. It's a number. It's a song. It's a girl. Smooth. Pearl joy packed. Gold falafel, as through ice, it's 4.30, morning with, phone calls, it's deaf mute, it's cheap, a foreign car, maybe bingo, lucky night, something says, it smells bad. What? What? Is that real? Gold falafel? (laughs) That's not real. 
That's no, real. It's real. No, because no. the first few lines are the ones that are read in the show. I reckon the rest is something that someone's trolled you with because that you, you I got tricked. What there is a screenshot here. It's a number. It's a song. It's a girl. Smooth pearl joy packed gold falafel as though ice. It's four thirty morning with phone calls. It's deaf mute. It's cheap. A foreign car. That's the screenshot. That's amazing. Smells bad. Smells bad is the best bit. How? <laughs> why would it end with smells bad? Smells bad. Well, like, to me, yeah, pussy smells bad. If we're analyzing, <laughs> if we're analyzing poetry, um, yeah. I would say that it's for him. It's like it. It's uh, like it's something he shouldn't go through with. Like it smells P-U. bad. It's yeah, pee. It it's stinky, and it seems like <laughs> it seems like abusing children. And maybe I shouldn't go through with it because it smells bad. Yeah, definitely. Oh, but you know what I mean. I think that's like if I'm analyzing the poem, it's him being like. It smelled like it. That's the Stinky. warning sign, mm-hmm. yeah. and that it's a golden falafel. <laughs> Yum! That was so funny. These I'm so jealous of the writers of this show. Oh my god, where are they now? Probably writing like the new Gossip Girl. Re- like honestly, yeah. probably working. Oh, definitely. Oh, um, shit, I wish I was working on. Also, then Ari and Ezra have a very passionate argument about the poem, and Noel overhears <gasps> because, as always, they just have the door wide fucking open. They have it wide open. What are they doing? <laughs> and like they're being, and also Ezra's so out of line when he's like, "Have you have you got something to say to me, to Ezra?" And I'm like, "Ezra's a student. Like, leave him alone." You mean no? No. What did I say? Ezra. Ezra's a student. Ezra is not a student. <laughs> I retract <laughs> that statement. Let's be very clear. <laughs> Ezra is an adult. Is this um, the scene that has the line? It wasn't my age that ruined us. That's my you next do. note. <laughs> Sorry, I jump ahead. No, no, no. I think it it's might be bonkers. that scene. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, oof. I wrote, like, lol, it should have been. Yeah. Like, yeah. as in when she's like, it's not our age. It's not my age that ruined us. I'm like, yeah, it, it should it, be. No, it should, that should have been. Oh, my it God. What is... Oof. Um, my next note is just, I would like to say the windows in the Hastings family home are beautiful. <laughs> yes. I didn't close those. <laughs> and I would like them to make them available in The Sims. That's all. Petition to what make that talking? happen. What are we talking? Talking barn-ish? We're, to- we're, we're talking, talking big? I think, think they, were, they were like white uh, wood trim with oh. like a black uh, whatever the, the, the like kind of squares with a thin black and it was kind of indented in a way in the little Ooh. little you know, I don't know how to explain it texture but they were beautiful and they looked very lovely and elegant and we're gonna get you those windows Ash. thank you thank you shout out EA if you're out there I would like some windows <laughs> in the, in I, I want to pretty... and I have to suck and fuck to get you those windows. Yeah, we will we'll get do it. You to the I, I want you know, however many years after the show's finished, what four years? I want a Pretty Little Liars expansion pack of The Sims. <laughs> Why well, did it only finish four years ago? 2017. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, we really grew up with this show. <laughs> Does it come to uh, look a bit nicer? Production I think it does. Wise? I think so. Yeah. Um, and um, I will say Riverdale's done this now too and Jane the Virgin did it as well. Um, the best thing after season one of PLL is in season 6B halfway through for the final season and a half, they jumped ahead five years. Oh, great. Which is what Riverdale has, spoiler alert, 
done. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it just makes the show so much better because then the girls could drink. They could actually show like mild kind of adult consensual sex scenes. Like it just, and there was kind of like a new mystery. I can't remember, but it was like the final season of PLL is really good too. Yeah. Except for the end. <laughs> Except for the end. Horrible end. Horrible end. Um, so apparently Ian is officially coming back into the Hastings lives and he and <laughs> Melissa are getting back together and Spencer is trying to like convince her to make that happen and like mend their relationship and it's all fucked to me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That we hate Ian. We, we hate We do hate Ian. We hate Ezra as well for what he's doing, but yeah. it's extra for Ian. I hate a lot of the adult men in this show yeah yeah uh is there there was a line that i actually really liked like there was some clunky dialogue but there was a line that i i i I thought was very nice and it was when when spencer is talking to melissa and it's something along along the lines of um i'm 16 and i'm tired of fighting i was like you are just a kid aren't you i loved that yeah Mm. it kind of pulls at the heartstrings and Troy and Balisario, the actor that plays Spencer, is so good as well. Spencer, so yeah, she's amazing. She's the, we've we've had this discussion. She's probably the best actor on the show. She's the best actor because I think she's like a serious actor. Mm. Like in real life, uh-huh. she's she wants to like. I feel like she's she wants to yes. act. She hasn't really she hasn't made it yet. You know, she's done a few small parts. Like she started like, the show, but I think she has a lot of intent. Like. <laughs> I was joking, if anyone couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like, yeah, she's, like, always in, like, indie stuff. I th- Like, she has oh, a yeah. – um, I actually don't know. Whereas Lucy Hale, who plays Arya, has definitely jumped around, like, a lot of TV shows. Like, there's yeah, been a few I'm that they have I'm only really familiar with her, to be honest. And now she's in a lot of, like, fun, like, slashes, I think. Yeah, Ashley Benson too. was in, like, Spring I- – Ashley Benson's doing all right. Shay Mitchell, obviously, is in You. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. So good. Um, I will say there's a line. I don't know if this is jumping. I think it is. But um, it's still about uh, Melissa and Spencer, Mm -hmm. where Spencer is like, Allie played a lot of games. (laughs) And then Melissa goes, that's probably what got her killed. And I was like, oh, my God. I've got a whole. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's so many things. We are skipping ahead. People are. But that's skipping ahead. But, okay. but I'm happy to talk about it now if you guys want to. I feel like I don't know what happened, but I don't know. Like Emily's dad came home. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get, okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, at this point, there's breaking news, which is that the sweater Allison was wearing is uh, Toby's from the Kissing Rock video, uh, and there, there's blood on it that matches to Allison's blood. So now everyone in the police department is trying to find Toby and arrest him for the murder. So, uh oh. Uh oh, Toby! It surprised me when I asked before that Toby wasn't any of the crushes that you guys had. No, no, we don't. We're not into Toby. He um, not yet. He's not. I'd say he gets he gets more appealing, similar to Emily for me, where it's the there's there's some bad acting happening in the first few mm. couple yeah. seasons that I think made it a, a deterrent. Um, I think Keegan Allen, who plays Toby, is really striking looking. Like, he's very... He's beautiful eyes. Yeah, he's very handsome. Yeah. Maybe I could never shake off when he's introduced as a creep uh, because he does, spoiler alert, become, like, a, a cuter... He gets kind of the love interest light shown on him. But I think I never... Sh- I just never... It, it was never there for me. Okay. But I liked his story. Like, I do like his romantic storyline. I think. I think if I if I saw this when I was in my in my teens, he would have been the one that I was into. We love it. Dare I say? 
And yeah, the, yeah, the like a London yeah. boy. <laughs> <laughs> he does have Charlie is so cool likes haircut. <laughs> that hair, the hair is gorgeous. It's yeah. so 2009. Absolutely, it's the hair of the time. It really yeah. is. Uh, next, we have Emily coming home. Uh, she and sorry. Next, we have Emily at home with Maya. They're cute. They're in love, and then mm-hmm. suddenly someone arrives at her house, and it's her dad, and it's so exciting. And then Pam Fields, ugh, the worst of the mums. But you mm. know, fair enough in this uh, at this moment. Her husband's been in Afghanistan for six months fighting. Uh, I don't know if it's the good fight. Uh, but fighting a fight for sure fair enough to be like hey you know Maya we might just need some family time I do think that was fair uh, yes until we see later why she really thinks that and this is one of those scenes that's cut in half yeah. which is annoying um, uh, did we skip over uh, them getting a phone call and someone's breathing on the end of the line what no uh, Emily probably and- <gasps> that's oh, right yeah. Were they cuddling? You get a phone call. Oh, someone's just breathing. The hand, hands are over. Like, yes, that does happen. Yeah. Emily and Maya. Of course. And this is actually like a whole season two setup. Spoiler. Oh. Because it's not A, like you think it's going to be. It's the guy that was stalking Maya. Oh, so they're thinking ahead. Yeah. That's cool. That they wow. think, yes, it's nice Nice to think ahead. Yeah. And there is an infamous lighthouse scene where he and Emily are, he's chasing Emily up to the top of a lighthouse. <gasps> oh. Anyway. I love a lighthouse chase. I love a bell tower chase oh. that we'll get to later. The bell we get a lot of moto. chases in a train. There's a train chase. Oh, my God. M- Millie, there's a whole scene that is a ghost train episode and Adam Lambert sings on the train Ooh. at them they do halloween episodes um it's nice. a very fun it's a very fun series it is yeah um i will say on two rewatches this is embarrassing for me twice i missed the bit where emily's mom finds that photo that you've mm-hmm. mentioned so which is insane that twice i missed that bit. i think a sends it to her in the mail or finds it in emily's room Um, But I believe it's mailed to her um, from A. um, And then we see her looking at it when they're all hugged. Emily's having a chat with her dad about truths and untruths. And it's, you know, to Emily and her dad, they're talking about Toby. And, you know, is he really a good guy or a bad guy? But then to Pam, it's like, oh, my God, my daughter's sexuality. Yeah, because Emily's like, what if we're not ready for the truth? (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell? Everyone's talking about secrets and lies and truth. Yeah. It definitely was mailed because she's pulling it from an envelope. Mm. Right? Yeah. That's what I thought. A, sab- a saboteur. I don't have much context for all of the <laughs> the nonsense, though. Yeah. That is context. Well, neither did Like, I missed, somehow missed that twice. I'm like, all right. <laughs> um, um, and then next, now we get to the scene where Spencer and Melissa are talking about the whole Allison and Toby thing. And um, Melissa's like, I can't believe they were together because the the theory is that Allison and Toby were actually romantically involved and that's why he killed her. There was something um, going on in that way. And then she said, you know, she's always playing games or something like that. And Melissa says, that's probably what got her killed. And like smiles and walks off in like a really chill way. And it's terrifying. Yeah, there the line are, delivery was... I don't know if it was incorrect, but it didn't match 
the sinister mm. words. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think she could have hammed that line because it's a good line. Like, that's it's a, a fun line. line to imply that, and this is implied a lot, that Ali deserved to kind of be killed. Mm. There's a few lines in the show that's very like, well, that's how you end up dead. <laughs> well, she was asking when it's to like, be killed. Really, yeah. yeah, when it's... Was it- there she doesn't deserve to die. Well about um, you can't oh, something about being a doll, and you can't take people play with the doll and then put them back in a box. Yes, there was a line like that. And that's like, very dolls are a big part of the show yeah, going forward, especially the whole season where they are in fact in a dollhouse. Ah, very iconic. It's, very it's good. actually an incredible feet of television. I feel like history. that's when it got good. I was like this. Yeah. Six every season has good. like a moment where you're like, this is why I watch this show. Mm. Um, I can't believe we're not even at camp mode. Oh, yeah. Yet. There's so much. Okay. <laughs> even though that kind of comes late. It does come later in the episode, but I'm still like, oof, I haven't even got there. Uh, next we see Toby in the backseat of Emily's car. <gasps> okay. This is a yikes. This is, this a, is yikes. a big yikes. We find out the truth about Jenna and Toby. So Jenna's Toby's stepsister. And In earlier episodes, we found a a file from his psychologist that said that they were having an incestuous relationship together. But it turns out Jenna was forcing him onto her and Jenna was uh, super into it and he was not, but he felt trapped. Oh. So sad. We're sad for Toby in that moment. Yeah, poor Toby. Um, this this scene of him jumping up in the car, that was, I got another laugh from the line that he says. Because <laughs> he says, he could have said, like, he could have said, stop the car. He could have said, like, whatever her name is. What's her name again? Emily. Um, Emily. Emily. Like, he could have said anything, but he, like, he reveals himself and he goes, I need to tell you what I was going to tell you at from coming. <laughs> he, like, adds a it's paragraph. Crazy. It's so, and then it like... Cuts. I feel like there's a better way to convey this information. Just <laughs> pull over first and yeah. then it's like it's like ad break. But yeah. like, and be like, even, I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah, yeah, anything. But he's like, he's, he needs to take a breath. He's like, <gasps> I need to tell you what I'm going to I'm going to put him in the dungeon under I need to tell you what I told you at homecoming. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, and then for a second, we see Camp Mona in full swing. And I wrote that I would low-key go to Camp Mona. Oh, it's incredible. It's like a big festival. I want a swag bag. I want a swag mm. bag. I want one of those t-shirts. Yeah, it would have cost a whole lot of money. Mm. Yeah. I don't want to be around Mona, but I want to go to the camp, you know? I would go. Yeah. I don't think anyone there want. I don't think anyone there is a friend. No. Um, what do you guys think about, though, like a party where there's a massage section? Oh, I love that. You love that? For me, yeah, I need a lot of massage. I just had physio this morning. <laughs> you know, and if it's free and take, you know, takes one session off my. And you don't what? Do you have to take your like? Did the people here? Is that your? No, I was even kind? thinking nudity wise. I was just oh. thinking like, I don't nah. want my friends around. We know what you you were saying because you would you do it so then I can see you guys naked. We know. Another <laughs> <laughs> party exactly. just waiting for kitties. And we, if I were to host a party, <laughs> we, go, we end this Zoom. We go to Facebook and there's an invite to a massage party, and we're the only people invited. <laughs> I got the recording of you saying you would. You're going to hold that against us. Um, uh, I'm just like, I wouldn't be comfortable. But yeah, No, and also like some teen sexy girls. Teens. Do yeah. teen girls like yeah. massage? I don't know. I guess I didn't, but 
Maybe you did Ash. Maybe teen girls do love it. Oh, uh, not like a not like an erotic massage. I don't know. No, it's making it sexy. I also don't mean sexy. Why is everyone making it sexy? No, I just want remedial help. I just want help. Oh my god, the PLL sexual <laughs> energy is transferring to the pod. Oh no. Um, okay, the next this line of dialogue, <laughs> I stopped and watched four times because it's the funniest thing. Uh, I went to reform school. I've got friends in all the wrong places. And Misery Loves Company. <gasps> Toby Cavanaugh, 2009. Yeah, Ooh. I wrote that down. It, it didn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Aren't they reformed? <laughs> Are they saying that, like, they're miserable and and he'll join them? Literally, what does it mean? <laughs> I feel like it means he's... Yeah, I have no idea. I Look, Toby's Toby's all over the shop. He's missing his cardigan I'd, i would call it a sweater i would call it a cardigan taylor swift this whole cardigan. time i've been like it's a jacket but then i got a closer look and it eh, cardigan it's a cardi not a sweater true um and then <laughs> that's my point for the episode <laughs> and then he asks emily to run away with him which is and they are they in love? No. no because emily loved no emily was maya no but millie no. this is a thing i've been talking about for the fast for the past few episodes, Ash has been like gaslighting me that it doesn't exist, <laughs> that there is like no. sexual tension. No, she's gaslighting me. Millie, don't believe her. <laughs> All right. Um, As an unbiased there's been, like, viewer, there's nothing, there's nothing to imply anything there. See? Between, Are you gaslighting me? No, between um, Emily gosh, and Toby. My chart up. Toby and Emily. Yes, and there isn't, but the past few episodes, they have been truly implying. They, like, hold hands at the formal or at homecoming. She, like, listens to his CD late at night in the fetal position. He made her a mixtape. It's because they're friends and they understand each other. But But he knows that she and Maya are together. That's the thing. The golden rule, and I've said this and I will continue to say it. If two people... No matter their ages, no matter their genders, if two people are in a room together or in a space alone in the woods, there is sex there is sexual tension. Yes. You can't have a scene in this between two people that is not sexually tense. It's not incorrect. Anyway, no, there's nothing between Toby and Emily, they're friends. Um <laughs> I just wanted to defend myself. <laughs> In front of the grand jury. I didn't sense anything, but it sounds like there's context I'm not aware of. Sounds like Haley's trying to set me up to be a bad person. When it <laughs> it sounds like Ash is trying to gaslight me. Sounds like, you're here to like solve. Sounds like I'm being set up, uh, and I would just like to formally say, "Don't cancel me." Uh, um, cancel me. Cancel her. The next note that I have is they get a message from A that says, you found my bracelet, now come find me. Good luck, bitches. A. <laughs> Great. We get another bitches. Great. Um, and then <laughs> I've written, why is everyone getting their hair done at Camp Mona like the Alvira do that Melissa had at the yes. homecoming? Well, I think it's like this is when they try every now and then, Millie. This show tries to be funny. to do comedy. <laughs> yeah, I, I clocked that perhaps. And I thought this happened. was a really cute and playful attempt to be like, look, their hair is silly and it looks <laughs> like <sighs> Melissa's. And I was like, this is cute and out of place in a very tense episode. Yeah. I think it was totally, them trying to be playful. Totally mismatched. Yeah. Trying to be playful. Missing also, the mark. Did their hair... I can't remember... What was the hair like at the end of this episode? 
Do they still have the buffy hair? I hope so, because that's so funny if at the end they're all freaking out and they have crazy hair. But I don't think mm. they do. I think they must brush it out. Continuity. Uh, yeah, era. I don't recall it. Sad. Um, bah, 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 bah. Um, and then they go to the spot. They somehow figure out to find A, and there's a Jenna bracelet. So, like, all of their bracelets, but with Jenna's name and a note along with it that's, that says... You're as in the dark as Jenna, looking for me in all the wrong places, eh? Oof. Is this Spencer and Emily? I think so. Um, and for Is this context, like the squeaky Millie... swing? Who's Jenna? Yes. <laughs> well, for context, yes. For context, Jenna is Toby's stepsister, the one that has been oh. making him incest with her. And yeah. the reason that they say you're as in the dark as her is because she is blind. Oh! <laughs> so correct also can i just say jenna is played by australians aussie's own uh tam and sursock if you ever watched home and away not familiar all right never mind never mind edit cut that out (laughs) no 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 maybe (laughs) that i embarrass myself no um yeah there's a lot of weird there's a lot of weird blind stuff yeah i would say i would say every kind of uh you know, discrimination that exists Phobic. happens in this show at least once. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, is this is this where we get like before they find that there's like this they the swing like squeaks and they turn around? Yeah, spooky. Because this is a really this is I think the first of its kind in the series. Mm. This is a really classic trope. There's always when squeaky they're like lured. They're always lured to a place and then there's always a swing. Mm. And it always squeaks because someone in a hood has like pushed the swing and like run away. Yeah, I love reason. it. Anyway, I just wanted to celebrate celebrate the first swings. squeaky swing. We celebrate yeah. squeaky swings on this. We do squeaky we swings. Them. We love them. Mm. You know what? I stand squeaky by. Swings. Um, then we have Ashley Marin cock blocking Byron Montgomery, uh, who is Arya's dad. Um, this scene is crazy. Basically, is... Ashley has stolen the money from the bank and chucked it in a bag and is in the car. This is also a Hitchcock reference to Psycho. Oh. The first chunk is she steals money from a bank and then she drives. Yeah, that's, yeah. And someone and then... knocks on her window and she drives away and yes. does the exact same thing. That's true. Which I think is why the scene seems so, like, pun intended, Psycho. Like, it is such an odd like, it's such a nice homage, but without knowing that, it just seems, like, kind of crazy. Like, Byron being like, hello. <laughs> oh, I need to walk home. I'm like, that's pretty bold. Like, Are they are they romantically linked? No. No, oh, but, just out. But, but per the rule, there have been several episodes, like, scenes where they have been alone in a space. And it almost, like, they planned to go on a date and then were like, oh, actually, I'm busy that. Because one is yeah. Arya's dad and one is Ashley's, sorry. Hannah's Hannah's. Mom. It's confusing because Ashley Benson plays Hannah and Hannah's mum is Ashley. And I'm Ashley. Tricky. So and you're and Ashley is Ashley. Three. One cup. Um Yeah. <laughs> uh, my next note is oh my god, Emily handed Toby into the police. What a sneaky little bitch. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That was shocking. I was shocked. That was quite sad. I felt for Toby a lot here. 
I felt I feel for him. like the actor playing Toby um, needs to be told what to do with his arms. Yes. Mm. He's always hanging. They're, they're to his side and loose often, and he, he seems a bit, like, uh, uncomfortable. Also, there's, um, there's, like, when he... Yeah, the cops show up and he's like, oh, my God. So he turns around to, like, run. He does the slowest turn around. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oop. Like, it's like he want. It's like me when I play, like, fun games with friends and I'm like, I'm happy to go out first. Like, yeah. it felt very that energy of him just being like, oop. Oh, well, arrest me. I don't know. I was like, yeah. would have been cool if he, like, tried to sprint no matter what. I think the show is trying to tell us that Toby is innocent because they're giving him, like, yeah, a nice like I. You feel sorry for him here, I think. So I did definitely pity the man. You pity the man. We pity the fool. Yeah. We do yeah. pity the, the <laughs> fool. Um, my next note is I love Spencer having a little Inspector Clouseau moment, going, looking for me in all the wrong places, looking for me in all the wrong places, over and over again about the A note. Mm. At the same time that she tr- figures out what it means, she turns on a torch as if it's a light bulb <gasps> moment. <gasps> That's cute. And I was like, cool. I like that. That's very cool. I like that. you got to call it cute and you got to call it fun. It's cute. It's fun. It's cool. And don't forget, iconic. Legendary. Yeah, it, is, it is iconic. One of a kind. My next note is, why the fuck is Hannah hanging out alone in the woods? That's not smart, is Hannah. Is this because Hannah was uninvited to Camp Mona? Yeah. So she's like, yeah, I'm just going yeah. to go on the periphery here and I'll just wait here with my binoculars alone. I will say, on top of keeping secrets, another thing, another really popular hobby in the town of Rosewood, Pennsylvania, is hanging out in woods alone at night. Yeah. Everyone in this scene is, like, alone in the woods separately or in this part of the episode. Very much so. It's spooky and I don't like it. It's scary. It's scary. It's scary. Scary, sorry. Now we have my least favourite part of the whole episode, which is... Aria getting into Ezra's car and you see her get in with a hood so you're like what is this person and then it's just not her and you're like oh here we go and they have a little fight and he's like you're right forgive me and then he says he comes really close to her face and goes oh my god forgive me in this oh my god I this like I think as a teen I would have found this very hot or romantic but this truly like I hated it especially when it when he does it again because like it is it is kind of like very sexy of him to be like forgive me and then she's like no and then he goes up like close and he's like forgive me but i'm like this girl is 16 and you're backing her into a corner in your car like also i think i don't know if he calls himself a coward or aria calls him a coward but he is but i was like you know what a coward is going after high school girls like that is that's the cowardice um but yeah the forgive me is truly oh I think my, my pussy closed yeah. in that moment. <laughs> my, my hymen grew back. Yeah, my hymen grew um, back. It's Christian Grey vibes and it's not family-friendly content, I also wrote. And then yeah. they and then they do like a big – I think, again, I must have I, – I reckon I would have loved this as a teen. I think they really want you to like it because with the music playing I, behind it, like this swelling mm-hmm. kind of beautiful moment, they, they want you to be on board. I was reading like a BuzzFeed – article um yes article is that the right is that the right word <laughs> they are journalists but, uh, they're journalists uh no but it just like i get and then you click on one and then all of a sudden all my suggested posts on facebook are like really millennial based buzz oh it's very terrible but one of them was about like problematic age relationships in like teen soaps 
And this is like one of the biggest ones. But they did also mention Julie Cooper and Luke in the OC, which is one of my favorite storylines of all time. The difference is that they know it's wrong. (laughs) Julie is horrible for doing it. And like, it's not a romanticized plot line. Yeah, that's... It's that's it's a scandalous. It's not treated. I don't know. Just comparing them of like because there's and there's I think there was some in Dawson's Creek or One Tree Hill. I think there's like a bunch. There's also Um, one in Summerland. If anyone ever watched that, Summerland was on Riverdale. Like and in Riverdale, spoiler alert, that's a big thing in season one. That teacher then gets like beheaded. Like (laughs) literally gets beheaded with like truly because she's like. A pedophile. Yeah, I forget how fucking dark <laughs> Riverdale is and gory. Like actually, Riverdale gross. is incredible <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> yeah, I think um, one of the reasons it's so like palatable at the time mm. with like Julie and Luke, for example, and whoever else is because you have like twenty-two-year-olds playing these teenagers. Yes, like Chris Carmack looked. I think he, looked, he was probably seven years younger than Melinda Clark. Exactly, yeah. So I think, like, the optics of it is not necessarily bad, but if you did have the 16-year-old girl playing that role or boy or whatever, mm. um, it would be horrific to watch. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't – we didn't. our, our teen, teenage minds don't clock it. And I think, I think the real issue here is, like, oh, it is the romance – like, it is that I then went to uni – and into year 12, if I did have an attraction, like I was like, oh, this would be fun if yeah. I like started banging my professor. There was a teacher yeah. at my school that there were girls that loved PLL. I said this to Haley recently. The The watching of the show was this weird thing that brought all these girls from different groups together. And after the day it aired, oh. we would have like a little, okay, so what do we think our theories are? And there were multiple girls that would be like, oh my God, our Mr. So-and-so is just like fits. And we, I would be sitting there like, he's like 50. Yeah, I doubt what, that. What are you doing? Like, yeah. what, even if there was a young teacher, it's illegal. You're the you're ding dogs. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think we can all blame the song Stacey's mum for all of this. <laughs> really kicked it off. Really. I'll never blame Stacey's mum for anything because I love that song. <laughs> Me too. But yeah, you're right. You're absolutely, no, you're correct. Um, I, um, I was just going to go, woo hoo hoo. And then I realized that's 1985. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong song. Since we're Madonna. Wrong song. Um, um, cool. And then the next bit of info that we get is Allison and Ian's names carved into a love heart on a tree. I love ah. that Ian, I love that they're like, it says Allison Love or Allison Four, and then they have to remove some beautifully placed vine mm. to be like, oh my God, it's, I just love that. Me too. Great prop department or whatever. Production I feel design. like it could have been done a bit better because they just pick up a stick and kind of pick at it, don't yes. they? Yes, yeah. <laughs> they could have brushed it gently. Also, like, if someone put, like, did someone put the ferns there to cover it or is that just how naturally they grew? I think Mother Earth, Earth put it there. We need a horticulturalist like, to tell us what this yeah. really yeah. is. That's the next step. We'll get, a, we'll get, like, an arborist to come help My us. My brother-in-law. Oh. Well, there you go. Um... Oh, anyway, yes, it's it's Ian's name. Um, <gasps> next, we see Hannah with her little binoculars, seeing that Mister Fitz is in the car with someone, and she, and he's like, "What's happening?" She's looking. She's like, <gasps> and she sees him making out with someone, but she, I don't think she can make out who it is. You can't really tell yet. And then she sees someone riding something on the back of the car, 
And that's the moment around them where she texts the girls being like, I know who A is. So it's, she's seen the person writing um, I See yeah. You, which, spoiler alert, once oh. again, is Noel. Um, and she's running towards her friends. And then all of a sudden, bam, she's hit by a car right after she says that she knows who A is. And she does the worst roll over a car. <laughs> it's good. And I wrote, get, I wrote get a stunt coordinator, Warner Brothers. This scene bummed me out because I think it could have been like so much better. Yeah. Like yeah. the car scene is crazy. It's like she's so close. I think they made it look like she was so close to the girls, kind of like when she's running towards them. So I don't understand how she got. She, I don't she know. She seemed like less like, than 50 meters away from them. Yeah. And I just, yeah, it just confused me. And then she like slowly gets like hit. As I said, this has happened to my friend on the corner of like a f- two roads in Footscray. She got hit by a cab on, oh her, on her night God. out. Whoa. Um, and she was fine. Like she literally like just rolled over the hood a little bit and then like That's dramatic. Wow. went out for the night. What a bad bitch. Um, she is. She's a bad bitch. Um, shout out. E- shout out. I won't mention her name, I guess, just because I'm like, eh. um, yeah, I don't know. And then also she like opens her eyes yeah and then closes them and then immediately they're like she's not breathing i'm like what the fuck you don't know you breathe through your eyes right yeah right (laughs) you guys didn't know i think she's like bruised her shoulder and has a light concussion it's a very glamorous glamorous. way to yeah the positioning the facial angle it's a very glamorous way to pass out or go on a coma or whatever happens to her um she looks great she looks gorgeous and that's all that matters she always does um so is also, that A or is that Noel? That is A. At this well, they, point, because they get a text being like, "She knew too much." Yeah, okay. I, I. Um, I, and then we see the three girls crying at the end, and it is so funny. And Spencer climactically goes, <laughs> "Help!" Because they call the they call an ambulance. Mm. Right, they call yeah. an ambulance, and then Spencer, Troy, and acting her ass off screaming acting we're all gesticulating wildly of like yes go off troan troy troyan i've had issues with pronouncing her name this whole time because i've spent the last decade thinking it was troyan because i was fooled is troyan oh that's fun t-r-o-i-a-n yeah cool anyway she's just screaming up a storm i'm like just wait for the ambulance like who's gonna help mona you want to do a scream you want to do a big scream Haley? I'm not. I guess they allege they allege she's not breathing, so I guess that's reason to panic. I think I would just try to like wake her up, do a little bit of CPR. Yeah, it's it's another show that's interesting to compare to this Mm -hmm. one is Euphoria. Ooh, Uh, tell me more. Yeah, well, just in that like I don't know if it's a an age thing or a genre thing because Euphoria also has these like twists and turns, but I think because everyone's cast kind of age appropriate and you've got some like capital a actors mm. like mm. got zendaya. zendaya exactly for one incredible um yeah the, it's like for some reason it's got a like similar drama but it lands <laughs> i don't know why exactly um but maybe they, they shouldn't be categorized together and i'm just trying to figure out if it's like it just we're in the golden age of tv 
and that's just we've gotten better or mm. if they're too different to even try and compare well i would say as well like quality mm. of the dialogue like realistic mm. dialogue in euphoria is a lot better and the plot it's not it's not made like you said for ad breaks it's like made for streaming where things can happen slower and more realistically even though some things that happen in euphoria are fucking crazy Mm. they i don't watch you go that's it i don't watch euphoria but it's a hbo max thing right and i am watching the current gossip girl also so i guess euphoria because you do see like nudity it technically would be for like an over 18 audience even though i know that like like skins the uk series it'd be like just kids watching it mm. yeah oh yeah I watched and a lot of people young. our age but i know that like i think the core demographic is probably 15 year olds mm-hmm. um because i would have watched it at 15 and been like i want to be like this i don't know <laughs> yeah um or like i would yeah so i think it's a because gossip girl the reboot is also hbo max and that's a lot the sex scenes are a lot more like Realistic. realistic and stuff and i don't care for it yeah it's i do miss like the candy coated yeah watching teens screw each other is just not something no. i'm into as a 28 year old i guess no because um, we're not ezra fitz because we're not yeah. ezra fitz anyway bold statement from me <laughs> you're so brave <laughs> i'm so brave anyway yeah so i think there's like a hbo max is great because i think and netflix like everything's just higher quality mm. now yeah yeah, is my point. maybe we're a bit more clocked onto this sort of stuff. But then again, mm. Riverdale's still doing its thing. And so maybe, yeah, it's a different category. Yes. It, it, actually, that's a really good point because Riverdale is just famously known for its insane writing and they know it and they love it. Yeah. yeah. And I think, and I cherish that about the show because I guess I am a PLL fan that's and true. I'm like, I need some shows in my life that are just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course. But earnest. We need, we need to hold on to our roots, you know? Mm. Um, the very last scene is a, a little epilogue scene where we see the extended cut of the I know you want to kiss oh. me video and she gives Alison gives the camera to the other person and you see that it's Ian that was filming the video the whole time so there are the police on Toby's trail when it was Ian the whole time and then it's like end of ep I want to talk about this video this video oh, please. is poorly made it's bananas everything is really stilted when he's like, and it just weirdly zooms on his face and he's like, come closer. It's Ugh. just, it's so not, or, the video is not organic at all. Yeah, I'm so, it's like, I thought initially the video was being filmed for somebody else, if that makes sense. Mm. So like someone's filming it, she's saying to somebody else. It feels like a hostage video. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Or like a scripted, like it, be, yeah, like, yeah. Like imagine we're on a night out and I'm like, oh, Ash, take a video. <laughs> I know you want to kiss me. And then all of a sudden, Ash's like cardigan <laughs> drops below her shoulders. And she's like, I know you want to kiss me. And then all of a sudden it's... we turn and there's a massage table there. And Millie's like, tonight's the night. You said. You said <laughs> you, said you would. I, and you play the tape. <laughs> and, then, and then I took the camera from you, Ash. And then I was like, I filmed you standing still. <laughs> looking into the camera. And you say, come closer for a massage. Yes. Oh my, okay, so I don't think in general um, no one over the age of 18 should be able to say a sentence with the word come in it to anyone under the age of 13. They just shouldn't be able to have that word yep. in a sentence even in normal context. He, should not be, he, he shouldn't be able to say that. Yeah, I mean, if we're doing rewrites, I feel like... <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> where do we start? But, like, 
it should be a handheld scenario, kind of like a selfie of them two yep. talking to each other. Not like, I don't know, is it if he's... If he's There's a tripod involved. There's absolutely a tripod. Yeah. Mm. Like it's not hand... Yeah, it's too... Keep going, Millie. But yeah, it's too real. No. I just It's just such strange delivery. And I was like, I don't know what the hell they're going for here. If there was like a miscommunication between like the script department and on set or whatever yeah but it's off and so that video is meant to be taken the night she disappeared which is what by now a year and a few months ago a year and a Mm, half ago mm. so 2007 2008 i'm trying to think of what technology would have been appropriate for them to use yeah because i guess like mobile phone video would have been too shitty yeah yeah I'm really it just to feels, think. I think because the show is, and this is what I like, I think it's what I really liked about the show, especially as a teen, and it does feel like it's shot on the Warner Brothers lot, where it is, like, it's not, it's very, like, it's that, like, Friends vibe of, like, this is a set, we're on it, like, and I think I liked that as a teen, I think it brought me comfort, um, but a video like this feels too polished, okay. and, like, it's on a set, and that the kissing rock is in a whatever sound stage yeah. in Warner Bros. Kissing rock. <gasps> the kissing rock. Did you guys have a kissing rock equivalent? Mm, I didn't really get kissed much growing up. Not to brag. Yeah, neither. If you count like being at any party. Yeah, I feel like kissing rocks did not. I feel like I guess at school, I'm sure there were like. Rumored places, yeah. Like but I think it was more like yeah. behind the shit. Behind, I think in, at my primary school, it was like behind the portables. Yeah, the po- it's always portables. It's always behind a portable. Um, I don't even know where. Oh, this is gonna. We're taking a hard left turn. Oh my god, take it! But there was once. I think when we were in year five or six, to someone gave someone a blowjob in the girls' toilets in the performing arts building. Whoa! Wait, but how old? We were in year were five, the... six, or seven. It was like that time. Wow! And there was two people in one in the same year level, age appropriate. Yeah. I mean, not okay. appropriate age. To... Like they weren't your age. We were the no, no. They were in my level. They were two kids of that same age, so they were each other's age. So there was no nothing weird happening in terms of that. But mm. it was weird that they knew what and how to do that at that yeah. point in time. Sorry, that's that, that's that's not at all a place for people no, to kiss. No, 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 like that's but and that's so like <laughs> so like I'm not saying like that's so primary school as if to accept it, but that's more like yeesh stuff you look back on and you're like, "Oh my golly gosh." Mm. Crazy. Ugh. Crazy. So, and yeah, watching this show and like Ali being 14 and doing all this stuff with these old and I'm like yeah, this like this is so not normal to me. But as a teen, I was like, "Well, I guess so." Yeah, well, yeah, it's the it's the age of like the casting of the fourteen year old that doesn't register as she yeah. and she was like Misha Barton. She, the actor who plays Ali, is actually fourteen in the pilot. Mm. Really, and the girls are all like the girls are all kind of like a few years older than her. Same with Misha Barton, who was I think sixteen in the OC pilot. And everyone else was like 18 to 20. Wait, so is the actor, just to clarify, the actor playing Spencer is 14 or 15? No. Allison. Um, the actor playing Ali. Oh, okay. Mm. It was quite young. Okay. Are you looking it up, Haley? And then I think all the girls, I'm looking it up now. Um, 
And then also yeah, Shane Mitchell was quite young. Now. Oh, he was, I think, in that everyone was in their mid-twenties. Most of them were, I think. Lucy Hale okay. was. Um, yeah. Troy and Balsario was, I think, in her late twenties, mid to late twenties. Okay. And I Troy and th- Yeah, because Troy is currently she is ten years older than Sasha who played Allie. Wow. I'm just gonna Google Like she's thirty five. How old were each of the pretty little eyes girls? Yeah, I think that's an easier way to do it. When Yeah, Lucy Hale is like Aria is thirty two. Now? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Um Ashley Benson, who plays Hannah, was twenty years old when when the show started. Lucy Hale was nearly twenty one when the show first aired. Maya, the woman that plays Maya Bianca Lawson was thirty one. Yeah, she's Wow. Looks amazing. Like she is incredible. Troy and Valsari, who plays Spencer, was twenty-four. Mm. Keegan Allen, who plays Toby, was twenty. Sasha Pietes, we can never say her last name right, was fifteen when yeah. Allison was supposed to be thirteen. Um Shay Mitchell was twenty-three. Janelle Parrish, who plays Mona, was twenty-one. Uh yeah, Ashley Benson was twenty. Yep. Like, you can see that Sasha is, like, or Sasha, she's really, like, on her own, which I think is the same thing with Misha Barton in the OC. Yeah, okay. Um, except the girls still seem very close, whereas in the OC there's, like, clearly a big, there's, like, a little bit of a spicy rift. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, that's, like, the disturbing thing is how young Allie is Yeah. IRL. Yeah, that is rough. <laughs> um... Should we do our little segments? I think we should. It's segment time. It's segment time. Um, okay, who is who is the hottest adult of the episode? I'm just going to go through. For me, it's still, I know I kind of put a ban on myself that I can't keep saying Ashley Marin, but there were just some, there was just some times in this that she looked so beautiful that I have to give it to Ashley Marin. Yeah, it's really hard not to. She, she is like, one of a kind. I want to give hottest adult to Mrs. Potter. I was going to say, I felt that personally. <laughs> hottest in it. attitude, hottest in drive. Money. I would yeah. marry her. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, how, what has she been doing to get her to self to be so rich without any support from family or friends? Like, go True. off. Yeah. Wow. CEO, boss, bitch. Hustling. Uh, Hustling. I would give hottest adult to Melissa. Oh. True. True. She's hot. Hey. She's hot. She's hot. Do I don't know, know that the context is... of her being awful. No, True. that's a really good answer because it's one... Tori DeVito, like the like Melissa and the actor that plays it, Tori, absolutely stunning. Smoke show. Stunning. And I feel like smoke show. And I feel like this is a good episode to give her hottest adult because she's actually good for once. And I don't think that's ever going to happen again. Yeah, <laughs> so particularly Millie, when she's a great answer. The line of like, that's why. Um, Maybe that's why she was like, killed. That's, exactly, yeah. Maybe that's why mm. she was killed. I was like, oh, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Um, so we got, we got we got Mrs. Potter or Miss Potter. Let's go Miss Potter. We've got Ashley Marin and we've got uh, Melissa Hastings. Great. Who is our, what is our small yikes of the episode? Acknowledging that the big yikes of the whole series is Ezra and Arya. So we don't need to bring that up. Um, small yikes doesn't mean it's any smaller of a yikes. It's just our like episode yikes. Yikes being like shocking. Or what do you mean? Yikes being like, yikes. Like, some, um, shocking, but also like, oof. Like, this shouldn't okay. happen. Inappropriate, like. Inappropriate. That's mm. the one, like, yikes, you know, yeah. yikes. Um, oh, so can it be that, that 
line about being in the dark. Yeah, yes, that's a great yikes. That's a huge yikes. That's a huge yikes. Amazing. Um, mine is the Spencer Ian scene. That whole flashback. I, oh, I also I want to glom onto Millie's though. Mm. I think I agree with that. But yeah, the Spencer Ian scene was just feral. The kissing of the neck, just like uh, nah. Yeah, I agree with Ash. both of those. I'm just going to add a third one just to be impartial. Mm-hmm. The way that Melissa says, eh, and that's why she ended up killed. <laughs> just, <laughs> just really. Iconic yikes. <laughs> it's the smallest of the yikes. Your your yeah. yikes is, uh, are definitely bigger yikes than this yikes. Wow, that's a sentence. <laughs> uh, but it's just so funny to me. Uh, it does, yeah, it does give pause in that moment. You're like, what the, like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's, like, I think casual. it's a great yikes because it is a thing that kind of just keeps coming up that people are kind of victim blaming mm. this dead 14 year old. Yeah. That people are like, well, you tell secrets, you're going to get hurt. And it's like, that should not be the culture. You tell secrets, you're going to end up buried in your own backyard. Sorry. Yeah, it's like, it, it's, it's odd. Um, okay. The next segment is who gets a buttercream from Daddy Hastings. So again, there is an episode earlier on where Spencer's dad gives Spencer a buttercream and they say buttercream 10,000 times um, because Spencer's done something good. Um, So we are Daddy Hastings Mm -hmm. and we want to reward someone with a delicious buttercream. Who do we, Daddy Hastings, want to give our buttercream to? I am going to give my buttercream to Hannah for saying to Mona, I'm sorry, but I'm going to school. My mum said yeah, I should go to school. That's mine. Oh, she gets two oh buttercreams. Wow, good. And she does, I always want to give my buttercreams to Hannah because she deserves to eat. Yeah, because she always um, thinks that she needs to stop. Yeah, Millie. I think that's a great moment. Oh. Can we give actors buttercreams? Yes. yes. If I'm on set, can I hand one out? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes, you can, Daddy Hastings. But you're in full costume as Daddy Hastings. Yeah. You're <laughs> okay, a drag good. king. Yep. Good. Um, I want to give it to the actor who plays Spencer for her line delivery of, like, I'm just 16, I'm tired mm. of fighting. Amazing. That's gorgeous. Yeah. I was quite moved. Beautiful. <laughs> okay, last segment, the worst segment that I apologise for creating. Um, who should have to wait for Crazy Bread, which is in reference to... Last episode or like two episodes ago where Noel um, insists on holding everyone up waiting for crazy bread to be delivered and I was very confused. Um, who should wait? So this is like a little punishment. Who deserves <laughs> okay. to have to different wait? Different to yikes. Yeah, yeah. It's different to yikes. It's like a okay. playful little slap on the wrist. So I think the person who should wait for crazy bread is Ms. Potter for stealing all the butterscotch lollies. <laughs> <laughs> I think she should sit with them in her tummy and then wait for her crazy bread. Yeah. Uh, not Ashley for stealing money. No, I support Ashley 110%. <laughs> okay. There's nothing wrong with her ever. Um, I would like to please tell Toby to wait for his crazy bread because it's, it's mm. uh, imagine how Emily feels seeing you in the backseat of her car, let alone you yeah. going, I need to tell you what, what I was going to tell you about at homecoming. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. Calm down. Sarah. Emily should also have like PTSD from homecoming and he should respect that. Like she actually would be traumatized. Yeah. She had a mild a concussion, shit. Millie. Oh no. It was bad. It was bad. Everyone was visiting her in her home as if she had died. <laughs> Everyone, the cliffhanger, if you think someone's died, mm. if it's one of the core four, it it's means no. they'll have a mild concussion in the next episode. Probably. Yeah. Um, Millie, who do you think should wait? 
for crazy bread. Who gets a little slap on the wrist. Oh, <laughs> everyone's a bit naughty. That's the thing. Everyone's so naughty. Mm, that's really, dare I say, just as I gave the buttercream, <laughs> I will also make them wait for bread. Great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to Spencer, the character, mm-hmm. for setting her sister up with Anne. <laughs> that's naughty. Yeah. Knowing what he is. <laughs> God, I had a stroke there. <laughs> I started to decipher that. I actually love that so much. That was excellent. I love, just because I thought you were going to be like, I'll give you a buttercream, but you have to wait. <laughs> um, but I, I love like, you can sum up the whole show by being like, Spencer did a bad thing mm. and Troyan is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that was very fun. This is so That was good. Fun. I'm glad everyone has their awards. <laughs> um, the only trivia I have for this is like, yeah, that psycho reference. And also um, the scene where Spencer is packing the bag in her bedroom features the same bag Anna gave Luke in Gilmore Girls when he was chaperoning April's school field trip. Wow. I'm not a Gilmore Girls head. I don't know what this means. Me neither. It's probably just straight from the Warner Brothers prop department. <laughs> Don't Did you watch Gilmore it. Girls, Millie? What was that? Did you watch Gilmore Girls? No, I didn't. Yeah, okay, cool. The three of us have not. Oh, I was. I thought oh, Ash. I have. I'm sorry. Sorry to sorry to fuck this up, but I absolutely have. Don't put me in a box. Oh. <laughs> Don't. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Haley did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> wait. So you have. Wait. You have or you haven't. Me, Ashley, has watched all of it yeah. many times. Yeah, that's what I, I thought. thought. You, oh, cut out, and I, it sounded like you said. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in. You were like, uh, 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 and I was like, Kaylee, I have seen it. I'm offended. But I was joking. It was a joke offend. Oh, I've, my God. I've ended we're this fighting. on such a bad. <laughs> we're feuding. Millie's, we're not always like this. Don't look at my black oh, eye. Is, I fell down toxic. some stairs. <laughs> This we are toxic, toxic and we love it. Haley didn't push me out or hurt me, I promise. I just we fell are... down some stairs. God, you, we need, are you need a friendship Aria. check-in. You need to talk about where you guys are both at because this is fucked. I think the biggest cry for help in this friendship is that we've started a PLL recap <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I think what we need is for you to give us both massages. <laughs> Wait, so not only do I have to supply them at my own party... I have to be the masseuse. I'd yes. hate that. Actually, I, this is not really a spoiler, but it is for a, pre, a, a future episode. There's an episode where Emily is getting a massage and it turns out instead of an actual masseuse giving her a massage, A is the one giving her the massage the whole time. And then she freaks out and she's oh. like, they touched me. That's so scary. Just, That's It's a form of invasion. Mm. Yeah. Welcome to for Masseuse sure. Corner. This is where we talk um, about masseuses. Yeah. Where are my scissors at? Millie, thank you so much for coming down the rabbit hole with us um, and for your wonderful insight and commitment to the show. Oh. Like I just, I valued all your notes and stuff. Um, oh. How are you feeling about PLL? <laughs> uh, firstly, so grateful to be <laughs> pulled down this winding rabbit hole. Um, I, how do I feel about the show? Mm. I think, to be sincere, I admire what it's doing. Mm-hmm. I can understand why people like it. I will not be continuing my <laughs> viewing experience. Um, that is okay. 
It hurts yeah. my feelings so much, but it's like, okay. <laughs> it, it, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, it was most interesting as like a time capsule and trying mm. to figure out like where it landed for you both in terms of shit watch or era or quality and just figuring out what, what its deal was because it's... Well, I mean, does it have any like comparatives like in terms of batshitness? It's hard. For me... No, this is a standout think, for me. <laughs> yeah, I do think it's on par. Like, Gossip Girl gets up to this level at some point. Yeah, like, okay. the bodies do pile up on Gossip Girl. People okay. do get sold to uncles in Gossip Girl. Um, to- of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, weird things. Like, Blair becomes, like, Princess of Monaco at some point, I think, which is referenced in the new Gossip Girl. Um, and then, obviously, like, Riverdale is its like successor yeah for sure riverdale is wild bat shit but also really you, when you were talk, you asked us that question two hours ago about um you know where does this fall in like did i watch this sincerely or ironically i guess i did start sincerely but i did watch till 2017 when i was like i don't know 24 five years old or something definitely I was watching it knowing it was bad, but I guess I was finishing it out of earnestness. Yeah, yeah. you could. But I like it was like an ironic thing. It's like you can you you know that it's bad, but you still love it. You can love it even if it's bad. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Watching it through a new lens as you got older, mm. as did your tastes and your yeah. And I think it's it. doing a lot of doing a lot of things well. I think plot density. I think it's king of plot density. I've never seen something with this much <laughs> going on, <laughs> at least not in recent memory. So. It's yeah. That's thanks for thanks for introducing me. You're well, now you can say you've at least seen an episode, and now you can rip it to shreds. Absolutely, like, <laughs> you're kind of entitled to like rip it to shreds. Yeah. Now. Well, biggest shock is that no one was into Toby. Mm. It felt like the standout to me, but hey, well, yeah. I will say if you want to blow your own mind again for some reason, you could watch the very last episode. Um, but that <laughs> of like the whole of the whole thing itself. and be like, what the fuck. <laughs> How do we end up here? Exactly. That's a possibility. Um, but also Jeez. you have no obligation to ever watch it ever again if you don't want to. I feel like I've had the perfect If I was going to tell you to watch an episode, I'd say watch the pilot. Yeah, it's actually oh, very yeah. good I'm kind of proud of the pilot. Yeah, you, you, we are not going to hold you hostage in Rosewood, Pennsylvania no. anymore. <laughs> no, Thank we're not. Thank you so much. Well, this has been so much fun. So Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you so much, Mill. Is there anything? We kind of plugged Candyman, but do you want to talk about that a bit more? Is there anything you want to plug? Oh. No, I mean, you did it. If you like podcasts, I got one of my own. It's not as charming as this. Oh, uh, candy, are you serious? It's the best. The Candyman is so no, no, good. It's so it's, good. It's, it's so well it's produced. A if it, oh, bless. Uh, it's, a, it's a different thing, but it, it's a scripted podcast called The Candyman. It's what if uh, Willy Wonka was true crime and we kind of uh, investigate the crimes that happened in that, in that movie in 1971. So if you like this... Uh, you, I don't know. It's different, so you might not like it. Well, I think if you like PLL, twists and um, turns. I, I think suppose. the Candyman would be really fun because it is kind of like a true crime parody. Essentially, like I don't know. Yeah. Um, made by three extremely talented people. Oh. Yes. And it's very big in some random countries. South Africa love it. Yes. South Africa love it. <laughs> and that's all that matters. That's all I care about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you so, so much. We really appreciate you doing this. And oh, just, this has been the best. 
It's been so much fun. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, Feel free to cut out all the parts where you're explaining what happens to me. Because I imagine a viewer will know. We'll see. But hey. I probably won't because it's fun to explain. It's fun. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. (gasps) Bye, 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 bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Call an Adult. We appreciate you more than Alison appreciates immortality, my darlings. Please give the show some love by giving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can stay up to date on episodes by following our Instagram at call.an.adult as well as our respective Instagrams at Ashley Crapapp and at Hayley Tanto. Have a lovely day and don't forget, shut shut your your damn blinds! See ya! Call an Adult is recorded on the stolen lands of the Boonwurrung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land. Sovereignty was never ceded.